Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Welcome to the Inspired Mind Podcast with Ella Victoria. Hey everyone and welcome back. I am so excited for you guys to hear today's episode because I had the most amazing conversation with somebody I truly look up to and someone who really inspires me. This was my first ever virtual interview and I just had the best time, the best conversation and I learned a lot. So I think you guys are going to really enjoy listening to this conversation and get a lot of value and entertainment out of it. So if you hadn't guessed already, I actually interviewed Francesca Amber and I've talked about her in previous episodes that I've done and she has a podcast dedicated to the law of attraction. It's called The Law of Attraction Changed My Life, but I actually originally found her through her YouTube channel, which is also called The Law of Attraction Changed My Life and she doesn't post on there anymore, but she does obviously have a big catalog of videos on there and her story just really inspired me. She's got so many amazing manifestation stories and she just seems to be really good at manifesting things into her life. So I've just been really intrigued by her story and loved following along with her. I follow her Instagram and recently she started her podcast and oh, she's just hilarious and provides so much value. So you guys should definitely go over and subscribe to her podcast and give it a listen but you'll obviously get a sneak peek into what she's like from today's episode. So obviously we talk a lot about the law of attraction and I also get Francesca to go over some of her amazing manifestation stories. You guys honestly won't believe some of them. Pretty much she manifested her husband, she manifested her twin girls that she's currently pregnant with and so much more. So you're not going to want to miss this episode. I know you guys are going to love it. So it is quite a long one. We chatted for over an hour and before we get into it, I just want to say a disclaimer. I hope the audio is okay. It should be fine, 
but I did record it through Zoom because it was my first virtual interview. So I'm not 100% sure if it's going to be perfect, but just know that's because it's a virtual interview, but you can hear things clearly. I think just towards the end, the Wi-Fi starts to drop out a little bit, but just bear with us. You guys are going to love this conversation. So I'm going to miss talking about what's been inspiring me this week as this episode is already long enough and I feel like the episode is inspiring enough. So I can't wait to hear what you guys think. Make sure to let me know on Instagram and let's just get into today's episode. Welcome back to the show, everyone. So today I'm joined with a very special guest. I'm joined with Fran. I've been a really big fan of her YouTube channel and now her podcast for a really long time. So welcome to the show. Thank you. So Fran is literally a genius when it comes to manifestation and law of attraction, and she knows so much about that topic. So we're going to be really focusing on that today. But Since this is the Inspired Mind podcast, the first question that I like to ask all my guests is what's been inspiring you lately? Sorry, there was a spider actually on my microphone then. Oh, (laughs) really? You don't even live in Australia. I know. Do you know what? I recently moved to the country and it is just plaguing my life. The fact that there, there was a spider legit on my microphone two inches from my face. So I just had a little freak out then. Completely missed the question. Sorry. (laughs) What has been inspiring you lately? Oh, do you know what? I've started rereading a lot of the old Jack Canfield books. Um, I know that he's super old school, but I've always been a massive fan of Jack Canfield. I think that if you're starting out in the law of attraction, if you're 10 years down the line, he always has something to bring you. And it was recently his birthday. He's something like 79. So we have to make the most of him while he's here. Um, I absolutely love him. Are they all to do with manifestation? Yes. So he has a book called The Key to Living the Law of Attraction, which I bought probably about about 12 years ago and it has this section where you write all this stuff of what you want in every area of your life and I sellotaped it up and didn't open it for like six or seven years or something and when I opened it it was amazing the amount of stuff that had actually come true and I just find you know there's certain people that when you start to um to read their book you instantly feel just uplifted You just instantly Mm -hmm. feel so much better. And I just find him really inspirational. And he can sometimes be a little bit salesy. Like he does focus on sales. He does books about success principles and how to succeed in business and stuff. But he is also very law of attraction based. So I've been loving that. And there's also a guy I found on Instagram recently called James Clear. Oh, you could lose yourself for about four hours on there because he he's just full of wisdom. He wrote a book called Atomic Habits. And when I did a recent um, podcast episode all about Miracle Morning and the power of a morning routine, a I lot of James too. Clear. Was it you that was saying that you go and do a 5am club with people yeah, and have coffee? It's so I'm good. So, ever since you told me that, I'm so jealous. I'm oh. so, so jealous. Like, I'm just like, I would love that. Oh, you should start one. It's the best. I wonder. I wonder. Do you know what? In London, it would probably work. But in this little village I'm in, I don't think people are probably just think I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> Maybe you can do it via Zoom like we're doing now. You just join us. Oh, actually, the time difference wouldn't work, would it? No, it would be my <laughs> 7 p.m. club. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, I, I do like a lot of James Clear. He wrote a book called Atomic Habits, which is just all about 
building habits into your life um, because we can't just live on motivation. We can't motivate ourselves every single day. And I think that's a mistake a lot of people make when first coming into the law of attraction is that they try and motivate themselves and inspire themselves. And you can't do that every bloody day. You have to have habits, you have to have routine, you have to have structure and a strategy. And that's when actually these people really come into it. And it might sometimes seem like it's a bit less law of attraction-y, but it really worked. They, totally they work agree. well together. Yeah, I feel like when you can find some good people that you can fall back on when you're feeling unmotivated and uninspired, it's really, really helpful. Do you listen to like any podcasts and things like that as well? Do you know what? I don't listen to really any Law of Attraction podcasts, which is really weird because when I started mine, I didn't have, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I kind of didn't have anything to go on. I didn't really have any inspiration because I don't, I find them... Well, I didn't know about yours, but I, I didn't really find any that were that, I don't know. It just wasn't something I searched for. I Mm. listened to a lot of like murder podcasts. Oh, so so different. That's so funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I just like to listen to murder. I listen to like one about beauty and the beauty industry. I don't really listen, but since doing the podcast, I have started listening to Hal Elrods, which is called. Yeah can't remember what it's called but um success principles or something like that and I get a lot of value from his podcasts definitely I really need to listen to him because I loved the miracle morning I actually listened to that as an audio version so it was like listening to a podcast and it was just so it was so easy to listen to and like digest that's what I found but yeah so many great tips so do you want to start off by telling us a bit about yourself and just give us a snapshot of who you are, what your interests are? We obviously know you love the law of attraction. Yes, I love it. I've been doing it for about 10 or 15 years now. Um, and I always say like, I'm not a law of attraction expert. I'm a very, very like basic level bitch. I'm kind of learning this along with you. But I do think for what I've done, I think it's really, really worked in my life. And I think it's all, um, it's all objective, isn't it? Some people will be like, well, if you're so good at law of attraction, how comes you don't have a multi-million pound mansion and five yachts? And it's like, because not everybody wants that. And also it's, it's coming to understand that, um, your law of attraction manifestations are only as good as your, um, as you have broken down your limiting beliefs and doing that is incredibly hard. But for me, I've just always wanted quite simple things, simple things, but massive things, which is like being able to be at home and look after my children and to be able to be free. Like I got divorced a couple of years ago and I think there's a lot of people that stay married because they physically don't know how they would financially cope on their own. Mm. Um, a lot of my friends work full time. They hardly see their children. And it's, it's a real, it's a real worry in their lives. Like if you said to them, what is your number one thing in your life you wish you could change? It's like, I wish I could spend more time with my children. I'm at work all the time. They miss me. I am a single parent. I only work two days a week. I've just bought my second home and I spend the most amount of time with my daughter, which to me is the most important thing in my life. And I mean, we have a good life. We, we have holidays. We, we have a private club membership in London. Like we, do, mm. do you know what I mean? We live a good life. And for me, that is a sign of the law of attraction. And that's how I've manifested my life to be. Mm. Um, and so to other people, they might be like, well, why don't you manifest a dream man? Or why don't you, but, or a Porsche, but those aren't things that are important to me. For me, freedom is 
the number one thing in my life. I want freedom over my time, freedom over my money, freedom over how I spend my life. And it's incredible how many people, when they actually look at their lives, do not have that freedom. It's insane. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I think that makes you really relatable as well. I think a lot of people can relate to the things that you want in your life. Um, But tell us about your personal life as well. So what do you do for work and things like that? So I have a salon in London um, called the N7 Collective. If anyone's listening from London and you'd like some lashes, tans or brows or whatever, um, I have a salon in Islington and I absolutely love it. I've been doing beauty for years. It's always kind of been the thing that is just my cash cow. Like it makes me quick, easy money. Um, It's guaranteed. And, And I love it as well. I find it very therapeutic. A lot of my clients have become like some of my best friends. In fact, one of my old clients is my agent now for this podcast oh really wow yeah and she's great she's one of the best people in my life and so I've met incredible people through it um I really enjoy it and then I also have an apartment in London that I rent as like an Airbnb holiday home so that is super fun because it means I get to I get to use it myself but then I also rent it out for like holiday lets which before coronavirus was hugely successful but Mm. now (laughs) at the moment not so much we're having a bit of a dip but I think everybody is um so I just run those two businesses in London and then of course I do law of attraction change my life as well which up until this point has just really been like a passion project and I've never really been that bothered about making it into an actual an income but now um since doing the podcast I feel like it's going to take over and it's going to hopefully become like my main my main job it's the mm. thing I want to dedicate myself to and my life to yeah um, it's honestly amazing I, it's really good <laughs> bang, do you know what I get messages every single day from people just saying like you can't believe how much this has changed my life yeah that I was feeling so down and I'm like that is why I want to do it because even though I'm not an expert or I'm you know I it is changing people's lives and that is an amazing feeling I think you can tell you're really passionate about it and that just like resonates through when you're talking and that's why people really like listening and they can relate to you and you're also you're also very funny I don't know if you know that but you're so funny so so that's why I like listening as well um but you've also got a daughter and you're expecting twins aren't you yes well actually that was one of my most recent manifestations so I've never wanted boys ever and um just the clothes are shit and you know like I just I just don't I don't want boys in my house I just don't want it so I've always said if I could have if I knew I could have all girls I would have like a million of them um and I was very aware I wanted a sibling for my daughter Bohemia and I got divorced so then all of a sudden you're like oh this puts a bit of a roadblock in it Mm. um And then at the beginning of the year, I did the magic and I was like, I really want to have a baby this year. And I kind of meant towards the end of the year. Um, And then two days into the magic, I found out I was pregnant and I was like, what? And then, yeah, it was, it's crazy sometimes how those things happen so fast. And I I went on to a podcast with, do you know Callum Best in Australia? no he's just like he's like a celebrity here in the UK I'm not actually sure what he does he does like modeling and he's like a famous footballer son anyway I went on his podcast and I was like yeah I've just been doing the magic and on day two I've just found out that I'm pregnant and I know it's going to be a girl because I wanted a baby sister for my daughter and he's like if it's a girl you're a witch and you've got to come back on and then sure enough 
it's not one girl but two girls that's amazing so when are you due oh lord about three or four weeks oh my gosh but yeah that's amazing that you managed to manifest that so for anyone who doesn't know what the law of attraction is could you give us a little bit of an insight of what it is and a bit of a description well I think it's basically the the way that I describe it to people if they have never heard of it at all is how everything has a frequency so a radio station um, anything is on a frequency and you need to tune into that frequency in order to receive it and we do that with radio every day and we don't even think about it and but you can't see it you can't I mean you can prove it exists Albert Einstein and other people you know they they prove that it exists and that it works and that your thoughts have a frequency that's how lie detectors work um so it's basically just matching your frequency to what you want and mm-hmm. if you're living on a low frequency or a frequency of fear or uh, lack then that's what you're going to keep attracting into your life it's pretty basic i mean it's pretty simple it's just different ways of trying to do the same thing i think like i think sometimes a lot of law of attraction podcasts or people try and make it really really complicated and I think that's what put me off a lot of people and that's Mm. why I don't listen to a lot of law of attraction podcasts whereas I'm just pretty simple like it is very simple but you need to find different inventive ways that work for you to actually get it to work yeah I get what you're saying and you've had so much personal experience with it obviously so how did you discover the law of attraction like when was it how did you come across it about 15 years ago, um, I was friends with a girl called Grace and she just started talking about this book called The Secret and I read it and I just 100% took it into my bones. Like I just, I just was like, oh my God, I can't believe I've never, I've never heard of this. It makes so much sense. I'm very susceptible to things. I'm very open. Like if I go to a spiritualist church, those ghosts are going to fucking pick me out to give me a message because I'm very (laughs) open and susceptible to stuff. Um, And I think that for the law of attraction, that's exactly the type of mind that you need because Mm -hmm. if you have even a shred of disbelief, it will not work. It will not work. And of course I have things that I've tried to manifest and haven't come true, but that doesn't say to me that the law of attraction doesn't work. What it says is that I haven't worked on my limiting beliefs. I haven't worked on the issues that I need to overcome that. It's nothing to do with the process. It's more to do with me. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of limiting beliefs have you had in the past with like manifestation? Is there anything that you could say that stopped you from manifesting things? 100%. I'd say the most important one in my life and one that I'm it's hard I don't even want to overcome it because I'm quite happy the way I am but growing up I had my mother was brilliant she was lovely but she had very very toxic relationships in her life um her and my dad were not a good match at all um and then when she finally got divorced I always remember that time being a really happy time. I remember it being like, all of a sudden, my mum, who was like this downtrodden housewife, suddenly had all these friends and we would go to all these parties with all these other single mums and life became really, really fun. This is just me remembering it as like an 11 year old. And then about two years later, three years, that lasted a couple of years and she got this boyfriend who she's still with to this day and is the most toxic person I've ever met um, and is not a good person to be around. And so for me, 
I've grown up and it's so hard when you grow up with things because it's so inbuilt into your psyche. I just naturally view boyfriends and men as not great. Like when my friends get a new boyfriend, I'm instantly like, I don't like them. I think they're telling you what to do. I think they're <laughs> telling you what to wear, even though they're not. And, um, and I think that's really affected me in my life. Um, like now I'm really happy being single. And I think sometimes people are like, oh, but you're having twins and you're on your own. How are you going to cope? Are you, are you like panicking? And I'm like, no, this is like the dream. This is, this is what I want. Like, I'm really happy being an independent single woman. I have no fear about being on my own. In fact, I love it. Um, But there is a part of me that's like, I think there's a balance to everything. I see a lot of women that are scared to leave relationships and that's terrible, but I'm perhaps too far the other way, which is that I won't let love in. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I can't just think my way out of. I probably need to have some therapy, maybe some CBT. I'm, I'm not really sure, but it's something that at least I'm aware of it. I'm yeah, fully definitely. aware of it. I just, I just don't know how to change it. So that's why... I am single because that's what I've manifested into my life. That's what I've always kind of wanted. Mm, Yeah. Have you ever overcome any like limiting beliefs in the past and managed to manifest something? Can you think of anything on the spot? I mean, one thing I did think is years and years ago when I was like 23, 24, I bought an apartment in London. And that for me was like the biggest accomplishment I could ever achieve. But it also kind of made me feel like, oh shit, I've got a 25 year mortgage. I'm going to be tied to my nine to five job forever and I could not see a way out of that lifestyle and I hated that lifestyle but I could not see a way out and actually I would write it repeatedly that I would like to work for myself get up at the time that I want have my freedom back and it did happen it did happen but that was due a lot to my ex-husband as well actually he gave me the confidence I think it's good to have people around you that help you grow and he was brilliant for Mm. um he made me quit my job he made me set up my own business like he was very good at facilitating a lot of things in my life that I still continue today Yeah. Do you feel like manifestation really helped with that, with starting your own business and just giving you the courage to quit your nine to five and just go out on your own? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was basically just a pretty much a humble spray tanner. I did a hundred pound spray tan course and started doing spray tans in my kitchen. Um, And I think that if I didn't believe in the law of attraction, I probably would have just stopped there. But instead I was like, I'm going to become a celebrity spray tanner. I ended up spray tanning live on like our biggest TV show in the UK, um, Loose Women. It's like a big daytime TV show. So I spray tanned the host of that live on TV. Um, I got an offer to do the X Factor one year, which would have been a three month contract. It was pretty insane. Like I've spray tanned a ton of celebrities. Yeah. A lot of brands chose me to be like their their London ambassador and I would go and spray tan like big celebrities like Millie McIntosh Mm. and Vogue Williams and I think I kind of turned a real basic bitch job into actually something quite aspirational and became really the best that I could in that field and I think that is down to the law of attraction. Were these goals that you had set out or did they kind of just come to you? like over time or did you like write down like I want to do spray tans on the x factor 
Um, not so specific as that, but yeah, pretty much. I was like, I want to spray tan celebrities because then people follow that stuff. They love it. Um, I wanted to do stuff that was aspirational. I didn't want to just be in my kitchen spray tanning people. It was really exciting to be able to like, I did a photo shoot, um, a video shoot for MTV. So like going out to the studio and doing that for a whole day was fun. I did something for Channel 4 Undercover Boss and like going out to the set and doing that. It's, it's just a more... If you're going to be a spray tanner, why not be a really exciting one, like on yeah. TV sets and, and video shoots rather than just being stuck in a salon or at home? So when did you start doing all this, like go out on your own and start doing everything for yourself? I quit my job, I feel like six or seven years ago. Oh, wow. And it was without doubt the single best thing I've ever done in my life I think yeah. for some people working for a, another business really suits them and and they can really work their way up for me I hated it and I would do the bare minimum I would barely turn up like my attendance I think I had 30% absence which is like unheard of oh, really? and I just I just would never turn up because I used to get migraines all the time I felt physically ill like I used to get really chronic migraines and actually, in a recent podcast, I was talking about this and one about health, about how I had these chronic migraines. Even my boss had to send me to a specialist doctor to be like, oh has gosh. this bitch got brain cancer or something? Because she's fucking ill every day. And yeah. do you know what? When I quit my job and I started working for myself, I've never had a sick day in six or seven years. The migraines disappeared. It was obviously manifesting itself in that I hate my job. I hate this life. I hate getting up and commuting. I hate getting on a train. This, what a way to live your life. And I spent my 20s doing that. Mm. God damn it. <laughs> and now you're doing two days a week, right? Yeah, I do two days a week and it works out really perfectly. My ex husband has my daughter for two days and I just go down to London and it's brilliant it's like having my old single life back That's again amazing. for 48 hours and it, it's lovely <laughs> yeah did you like design your life like that you were like I want to do two days a week and then have time for myself was that something you manifested and you set out for yourself yeah pretty much I mean something I've really noticed which is really interesting since this whole lockdown and coronavirus is how many of my friends have been like do you know what just to be able to stop and spend time with my child. Like I've got to know my child again, or I've got to just stop and breathe. And I've actually really loved it. Whereas yeah. for me, I hated it because my life was already perfect. Like, do you know what I mean? Like my life for me was already perfect. I, I spent an adequate amount of time with Bohemia. We had our quality time. I mean, two days a week, who's going to complain at that? It was lovely. I enjoyed going to London. So for me, coronavirus is a big old kick in the balls because you were messing up a life that I loved but what was interesting is so many people have said wow it really made me reevaluate what my life was I've had a chance to stop and think and I hope that's one good thing that will come out of this um, pandemic is that people will start to reassess how much they need to be in the office how much they need to travel on peak trains and how much of their life they're giving mm. away to a job yeah, yeah. I'm really hoping my mum will do that because at the moment she's just quit her full-time job and she's trying to start her own business and she's so into the law of attraction. She's doing her miracle mornings and everything. So I'm like, it's just going to work out for her because she's in the right mindset. So yeah, it's so nice to see. But you've got so many other stories that I know you shared on your podcast and on your YouTube channel. Like I've heard them um, I'd probably not heard them all, but I've heard quite a few, but I would love for you to share some of them with the listeners, just share some of the craziest manifestation stories that you've got. 
I'd say the one that I'm most well known for from my old YouTube channel that I hated doing YouTube, by oh, the really? way. I hated it. I oh hated my gosh. it. I think I found you through the video that you're about to talk about. The the one how I met my husband? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. It ended up being in some UK newspapers and everything. Um, wow. So basically, years ago, I was single and my mum was like, why don't you just do like online dating? Because my sister had met her husband that way. So I was like, okay, I'll try it. But I had very specific types. Like, so I put in like six foot six and above. I put real specific stuff. And you know, usually if you, well, see, you're young, you wouldn't know this, but like on Tinder, you just swipe. But back in the day when you had. I've had it back in the day. (laughs) I was probably like 15, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, Well, you used to put in your specifics and you'd have like, say you were into white boys that were like, up to six foot two you'd obviously have like ten thousand people but then if you put if you really narrow it down you'd maybe get 500 I put in my search results and I got one one result back and I couldn't believe it and I looked at this picture and it was this freakishly tall man on a beach like he's six foot nine and I was just like that is my husband that's my goddamn husband so I, I paid the money and I, I signed up and I messaged him. And as soon as you'd paid the money, you could see when they'd last been active and he hadn't been active for two months. So I was like, oh shit. So I sent him a message that may or may not have said, I think you're my future husband. Let's meet up. <laughs> I love that. And not to scare him or anything. And, uh, and he never replied, believe it or not. And so when it got to the end of the 30 days, um, I actually called match.com and I was like, look, I know you're going to say data protection act or whatever, but I just need the name, even like the Twitter handle, anything of this guy, please. And they obviously, as any good company would said, no, you're crazy. And so I printed out the picture and I just put it on a vision board. And I was like, obviously, I know I'm not going to meet this specific person, but I want to meet a really tall, hot, mixed race guy that looks like he loves the beach. So I put it on my vision board. I had it there for about, I think it was three years. I think it was two and a half or three years. I don't remember. Wow. It, it was a long time. Yeah. And I kept, well, because it was, it was, I think it was specifically a husband vision board. So it was like the house we would have, the holidays we would take. And that shit takes a long time to manifest. Um, yeah. And yeah, two and a half years later, my friend sets me up on a blind date with a man that she had met on the street. She'd never done this for me before. None of my friends had ever done this for me before. Um, and she sees this really tall guy. And she's like, my friend would love you. He gives her his number. And she sets me up on a date. And just before we go on the date, he's like, um, do you want to swap Facebook pages? Because um, like to see what each other look mm. like. And I was like, sure. I looked at his page and it was the same picture. It wasn't even, is that the same guy? It was the same profile picture. And I shit myself because I was just like, this shit works. I could not believe it. What was your reaction? What did you say to him? Uh, Do you know what? I remember it. I didn't tell him straight away. um, But I just was in my office at the time and I just told everyone, I was like, you're not going to believe it. The law of attraction actually works. I'm meeting my husband tonight. And it turned out he was my husband. We got married six months later. Um, And yeah, so that was probably, that was one of those moments I was like, wow, this is incredible. And this works so specifically. It's insane. And I think a lot of people felt a little bit, um, a little bit miss not missold but they felt a little bit let down when i got divorced but actually what i always say is i 
if I could go back and change it, I wouldn't. I would, despite how difficult the end was, that man taught me so much. And I think teaching doesn't always come from your parents. Mm. It can sometimes come from other people. And for me, he came into my life and he changed so many things about my life for the better, 100%. Um, we definitely weren't matched like... <laughs> energetically we were not a match at all and we made each other quite unhappy ultimately but if he hadn't come into my life god knows what I'd be doing now and I'm always so so thankful and I still tell him to this day I still message him sometimes and say I'm really thankful that like you made me quit my job or I'm really thankful that you made me do whatever it is you know and for that like people are for a reason or a season yeah and yes he wasn't my husband for life but I didn't we didn't need each other for life we only needed each other for that period and, and I'm always grateful for that yeah that's such an incredible story honestly um, and you also manifested your twin girls that like you were saying before. Can you tell us the story behind that and tell us a bit more about how you did that? I don't really know. I think it was a little bit of a mistake, actually. I had to check with my friend John because when we were doing the magic, we did it, a group of three of us were doing it together, yeah. which is very tricky because one is in Australia, one is in New York and one of us is in London. So our time zones are fucked, but we always try and get <laughs> together and do the magic. And I sent them a vision board and there's a lady on Instagram and I'm pretty sure she's called the Quinn girls. Um, And she has three daughters and I was using her pictures for my vision board because in my mind, I was like, Oh, maybe one day I would love like three daughters. I didn't realize that it would be so specific that my vision board clearly had three girls on it. And I got twin girls. Like, I I don't know what to tell you. I think it's crazy. Um, but yeah, that just, they're they're just my little, my little manifestations. (laughs) I was listening to your podcast. I can't remember which one it was, but you were saying that originally you were told that you were having a boy as well. Oh, I'm glad you reminded me of that. Honestly, with this baby brain, we need to do this again in six months when my brain is normal. Um, but yes, (laughs) no, you're right. That is probably the most amazing thing that's happened. Oh my God. Let me tell you. So that is amazing. I was like, Oh my gosh. I sometimes wonder if people think I'm making it up, but I feel like getting a testimony from the place. So anyway, (laughs) I obviously only want girls do not want boys. And so there's a test you can have called a harmony test, which you can have at eight to 10 weeks pregnant. So super, super early. And it tells you whether you're having a boy or a girl, but it also tells you like down syndrome, a lot of other illnesses and stuff. Um, so I was like, I need to get this goddamn test. I didn't know it existed when I had Bo, but I was like, I'm getting the test. So went in had it done and there was a little bit of a palaver the the results took ages to come through coronavirus lockdown had just started happening so I was in quite a low place I was I was anxious about what the result was going to be um I'd lost all my income I was just sat at home with the toddler all day and it was like I mean do we all remember back in April it was pretty fucking grim yeah um so I was not in a good place and the woman phoned me and she's like, good news. Um, there's no syndromes or anything, um, but there is an X, no, a, what is it for a boy? A Y chromosome. So there's at least one boy. So it could be one or two boys. So I was just like, okay, thank you very much for the news. Bye. <laughs> and then I got off the phone and I cried for, I won't lie, 24 hours. I phoned my mum 
crying. She thought someone had died. Um, I phoned my sister crying, who I do feel bad because she does have three boys. And obviously it's, it's a blessing to have any baby and for them to be healthy. But it's when it's something that I've always envisaged in my life that I would mm. be with daughters. That's just how I envisaged it. So when she told me I was having boys, it's like someone had murdered my daughter, my you future daughter. It's it. like some, mm. Yeah, I, this child that I dreamed of having my life with, it's like someone had just told me she doesn't exist. And it, I, was, I was upset. I was very upset. So anyway, um, it was so bad that my dad actually broke lockdown to come and have a walk with me the next day because I, w- I was on the edge. I'm not going to lie here. I was on the edge. Mm. And it got to that evening it had been nearly 24 hours. And I was like, do you know what? I spoke to my dad. I felt a bit better. I was like, thank God that they're healthy. Like, I have to be thankful for that. I'm thankful that I can have children. I'm thankful for, I have a house, you know, all these things. And I sat down and I wrote a gratitude list and I wrote out all of the things that I was thankful for about this situation. And it was even little things that was like, surely twin boys is more exciting than just one boy like you know twin boys could be cute or whatever I was trying to convince myself Mm. and um I took Bowie up to bed and had a bath she loves her bath it takes about an hour I was there for about an hour ready to pop the question the jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And I, even when I went into, like, took her into bed that night, every night we go through and we say, what was the best thing that happened that day? And I was like, in my mind, I was like, I've come to terms with this. Like, I, I know that, um, I know that I've got healthy babies. It's going to be fine. Um, but interestingly, I never quite accepted it either. Mm. I actually started to think things like, and this is going to sound crazy, but I started to believe, was I a hermaphrodite when I was born? You know, when they choose your gender for you. And I was like, maybe I was part boy. And that's what's coming up with the, this is how crazy it was. <laughs> I was like, maybe, maybe that's why it's coming up with that because I may be in part man and no one told me because I'm pretty tall. And um, I had to have a boob job when I was 18. So like, maybe, maybe I was a boy. And I had on my phone, a vision board of baby girl, twin girls, because that was my ultimate manifestation at the time that was the most important thing to me was the Mm. gender and I would not take that off my phone even though every time I saw it over that 24 hours it really upset me I would not take it off my phone I was like no I do not believe it I just did not believe it well anyway I come down the stairs and I've got 11 missed calls on my phone and a message from the woman at the clinic saying can you call me please? So I was like, God, it's nine o'clock at night. What, what is it going to be? I phone her and she says, we've got it wrong. It's two girls. 
I can't believe that. How? How does that happen? <laughs> this was during the first part of lockdown. So I think all businesses were struggling a little bit. And actually, if I'd read the certificate that she emailed to me, it clearly said on there, all female pregnancy, but it was really small print. And I was so upset. And if a woman tells you, oh, there's no syndromes and it's two boys, why are you going to read the certificate in detail? Like I just kind of discarded it. But I really do think that that was kind of the universe's way of shaking me up a little bit and being like, do you know what? That's what you could have had. Like, yes, lockdown is bad and Corona is bad and you've lost all your income and you're worried about your business, but you're having two girls like, and it did. I was walking oh on air gosh. for the next, well, however many months it's been every day I wake up and I'm so thankful for that. Yeah. What was your reaction when she told you that when she was like, actually, no, you're having two girls. Were you like, I just don't believe it. What? <laughs> I mean, I kind of could believe it because the law of attraction has delivered so many crazy things yeah, in my true. lifetime. Like I've, it, this is not my first rodeo. It's not been the first time that I've been like, <gasps> but it's definitely one of those moments that I'll remember for the rest of my life of being like, wow, this mm. actually works. This works. And I can't believe it. Um, but yeah, I think she was just very, very nervous because obviously she'd given me like completely the wrong result. Mm. But I was like, no, I'm happy. It's fine. It's all good. But give me yeah. half my money back. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> how do you trust the universe? Like, how do you trust that it has your back and that you are attracting the things into your life? Because I'm sure like you've had moments of doubt in your time and stuff. But is there any tips that you can give us to kind of keep that trust? I think... I don't know why, but I, I think maybe because I've had such specific results, for example, my husband, I mean, you can't get more specific than that. No. How many people live in London? Seven million or something? That might be wrong. Um, but to actually be set up on a blind date with the person you put on your vision board, I mean, changing the DNA test of a you know a dna test tells you you're having boys and you refuse to believe it and it comes back you're having i mean these are things that are tangible tangible things i'd say the only other time this has happened is years and years ago when i was like 23 i wrote a book and when i was like manifesting like getting a book deal and being on tv and promoting it i would listen to this same song over and over again my ipod was broken it was a long time ago um and when i got a tv show on bbc they made a documentary about my book when they did a little montage of me like signing books going to parties that same song was playing oh so it was gosh. like they were playing out what had been going on in my mind to the same soundtrack so there's certain moments that are so specific that you cannot argue it it is the law of attraction. So I have absolute 100% faith in the law of attraction. What I don't have 100% faith in is myself. I am still an amateur. I still have days where I get really down. I still slip into like little spirals of being negative. We all do. We're all human. So I think that's what helps keeps me strong is that I know it's me. It's not the process. It's me. And that's what I need to work on is my own habits, my own rituals and my own consistency. I think that's the, the hardest thing. Yeah. What is your book called? I feel like I haven't heard you talk about your book too much. Because it's fucking terrible. Oh, really? Why? <laughs> well, well, no, it's, a, it's very of its time. So it was written in 2008, back when in England, there was like quite a big wag culture. Yeah. I was born in England. Fun fact. I Where lived in Charles Nine, Birmingham. So I, I moved to Australia when I was nine, but you wouldn't be able to tell. Well, maybe a little bit. Can you do a Birmingham accent? Oh, do Peaky Blinders no <laughs> no I can't really um I feel like it's just like Birmingham is that that Birmingham Birmingham 
Yeah. How strange. I know, you wouldn't be able to tell. I totally interrupted you anyway. What were you saying? You were saying in England? Oh, yes. Everything was about WAG culture. Everything. It was in all the magazines. It's what girls aspire to. We used to have a TV show called Footballers Wives. And I randomly did date a footballer for like nine months and I ended up on a TV show, one of our biggest like TV shows, Richard and Judy. And um, they just, I ended up saying live on air that I was writing a book because I think they were trying to make us all seem quite thick. And I was like, well, actually I'm writing a book about my experiences. And And then when I, well, no, it was a lie. I just didn't want to look like an idiot. And so when I came off the air, I got a phone call from a guy that ended up becoming my agent and he was like, I can get you a publishing deal. I mean, he didn't even know if I could write for shit, but luckily I could. Um, and he got me a publishing deal. They said, you've got nine months to write it because um, it was very like uh, topical at the time. So it had to be written quickly. So I wrote it in nine months and I traveled all over the world, really. Like I, I went to Monaco with like one of America's youngest professional footballers. And I just... I was basically being a little hoe for about nine months, but I had the time of my life. Love and it. Uh, yeah, at the end of it, I had a book. Not 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 an wow. STD. I had a book. <laughs> wow. And would you write a book again now? I feel like you'd be great at it. I would love to. I think that's probably my ultimate long-term goal is to write a law of attraction book. I feel mm. like that is definitely in my in my future because I love writing. I absolutely love it. Um but it's all about timing isn't it and at the moment yeah. I'm just I'm just gonna be uh just a mother <laughs> like just just 24 7 for like the next year or two yeah but and definitely two in babies. the future I know I no how hands. does that even work I'll have no hands all I think is thank god it's not triplets at least I've got two hands two tits it can't go too far wrong like imagine if you had three what yeah. would you do with three what would you do with the third one I don't know uh, is Bohemia yes, so excited about having she's sisters. so excited oh my god she's so and you know what she's a little bit psychic you know she really? said 100 percent. I said I said to her she's the first person I told when I found out I was pregnant and some people might think that's wrong because you should wait till like you're further along but oh, it was beautiful. just us in the house we we only live together there's the two of us and when I found out I was like oh my god Bo there's a baby in my tummy she's like what I was like, I know. Um, so I've always like been very open with her from the start. Yeah. And then it was sort of telling her, oh, there's two, two babies. I was like, I know it's wild. And then I said, when I found out the DNA test, um, I was like, there might, might be a baby brother. And she's like, no, two baby sisters. Like she just wouldn't have it. She was like, no, it's two baby sisters. Yeah. And, and it turned out to be true. And actually about a year before one of my manifestations for last year 2019 was to buy a house and there's this village near to where all my family live and it's quite an expensive village it's it's really nice it's near the city so you get country life but you live near the city and um one day we were driving from London to my sister's which is a two and a half hour three hour drive so it's a long drive and towards the end you get this turn off to this random village that I was wanting to buy a house in and there's no marker she wouldn't have noticed it or anything and she just all of a sudden said from the back seat mummy and Bo live there new house what you're a heck? witch get out of my car <laughs> oh my yeah. god do you think that's got to do with how you raised her in a way like being very intuitive and I don't know like very spiritual I guess maybe 
definitely I think as children we all have that that power um and we kind of try and beat it out of them a little bit whereas I do definitely try and nurture it in her um my mum actually was brilliant when I was growing up she took us to spiritualist church we would see mediums regularly we had a guy come over to our house he like buried a fucking pot of crystals in the garden so that my sister was like (laughs) it's weird but you know like crystal therapy and stuff yeah he had to like he had to bury a pot of crystals in the garden and then bury another pot of crystals or have a have one in the loft or whatever (sighs) my mum is wild but I'm really thankful for that she loves an alternative therapy does my mum yeah oh that's nice I've never heard of a spiritual is it a spiritual church did you say what you've never heard of it no it's not is that just the same as a church you go there and it's mediums it's psychic mediums so you can get messages from the dead yeah oh my gosh have you done that I'm guessing because you've been yeah I've done this I've had a psychic experience before I've done it once but I haven't been to a medium you've got to I mean it's the same with anything you get good ones and you get bad ones but my mum always said that if you go to a Christian spiritualist church they're not doing it for the money they don't charge you they all they do is ask for donations to keep the building open but they're not there for the money and I always think you're far better doing that than paying to go to somebody yeah Um, because it's genuine it's like what what is their what's their goal they're not they're not making money out of you they Mm. don't want to scam you um but yeah I've had some incredible experiences with that and definitely explore it you'll love it yeah do you think you could be a bit psychic do you reckon because apparently everyone is it's just learning how to use it that's what my psychic told me well my mum and I are both and in fact my sister as well maybe it's because we were just raised that way but I remember when we went to the church when I was about 11 they said to me you do have the power and you will see something one day and I was like I do not want to see something I'll shit myself like I love it but I also hate it because I'm so scared yeah and so I won't I won't let it in I won't let it in I'm too scared Mm. so I don't want to see stuff I've had some definitely some experiences I've had um a my sister's godfather died um years and years and years ago and a good couple of years later I had this for me it comes to me in dreams it's happened three times because I'm too scared to let it happen in real life like in in daytime so they wait until your subconscious like allows it in and I just saw an image of him with this number 46 just kept like coming up and when I woke up I was sweating I was terrified like I was terrified and I went home and said to my mum I saw this image of Uncle Ray with like this full black 46 coming up she's like that's weird and I was like but it wasn't a dream it was that it's such a distinct feeling you know it's not a dream and she found his wife um like his widow and she was like oh yeah it would have been his 46th birthday today oh how crazy is that and there's no way I would have known that it was like it was like a man in his 50s that I hadn't spoken to in years. I was a young girl. I was like 18. I wouldn't have known it was his birthday. Um, but yeah, funny. and randomly, I've had two or three things from him in my sleep. And it's, yeah, but it stays in my sleep because I'm too scared mm-hmm. while I'm awake. I wonder if he's like your spirit guide or something. I don't know. You know how they say you've got like spirit guides and things like that? Yeah. No, it's giving you messages. It's very interesting. I feel like we could have a whole chat about that. I love that kind of stuff as well. Um, but anyway, getting back to talking about manifestation. Um, are there any habits and rituals that you do on an everyday basis that help with like the law of attraction? 
Yeah, definitely in 2020, one thing I've really adopted is just doing a gratitude list every morning. That is something that I found it gets to the point that I can't not do it because it really affects my day. Um, so just waking up and making a gratitude list. But I think with any of these things, it's, it's tweaking it to how it works for you. So with the magic, they say you have to list 10 things a day and trying to list 10 things a day. It just starts to get a little bit much for me. So Tony mm. Robbins says, do just three do yep. three and make them specific to the day that you're about to have. So if you're going out, somewhere or going on a date being like I'm so grateful that I, I'm going on a date today my hair and makeup's going to go perfectly and the date's going to go really well or something you know so I find just doing three things I'm thankful for and making them really genuine and heartfelt really makes a difference and Bo really resisted me doing it at first she'd be like why are you writing stop writing and I'm like no it's my thank you list and so mm. I'd get her involved and I say right what do you want to put on your thank you list and she finds little things that she wants to put on there so something we do every night um, which is also part of the magic is that you go through your whole day and you think about all the good things that have happened and you pick the best thing that happened to you that day and it's just a way of reminding yourself just before you go go to sleep and you go into that really receptive state of all the good things that have happened it's just reminding mm -hmm. yourself constantly of the good things to so doing it first thing in the morning and, and last thing at night um i find that when i try and go to bed I'm just too tired and I forget to do it. So actually having a child, I think a lot of people think I don't have time to do this stuff because I've got children. Actually, I think having children and having routines, you're much more routine orientated. You're actually probably more likely to succeed with it. So now we do it every night and she knows. And if I forget, she'll say, uh, what happened? What were the best things that happened today, mummy? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. And we go through them all. And it's a lovely, lovely thing to do. Oh, that's so nice. Do you do anything like affirmations and things like that? Or do you mainly stick to just gratitude? I haven't yet. Um, just because I think she's maybe a little... Oh, sorry. Do you mean me or her? But honestly, both. <laughs> I suddenly thought, hang on, we're not talking about her. Um, I do want to start doing affirmations with Bo, but I feel like she's a little bit too yeah. young. But yeah, I, I, do you know what? I tend to, if I get something in my mind, the most success I have with the law of attraction is when I get something in my head that I want, it, it works like freaking magic. But I think you have to have that passion. You have to have that real desire for it. So when I got divorced, um, I kind of ha had no option. I had to move back to London and me and Bo moved back into my little bachelorette pad, which is like a one bedroom flat above a pub. I mean, it's bloody lovely, but with a child, it's like, it, it, it's not what you'd ideally want to do. But I tell you what, we had the year of our lives and I was like, right, I am going to save enough money in one year to buy a house, which is a bit ambitious, newly single, all the mm -hmm. bills on your own. When you've been used to living with a partner, that's quite a, like a big thing. Um, and you know what? We had the year of our lives. We went to Morocco, we went to Marrakesh. I went to like a, a wine tour in, um, oh, wow. in America. Where's, where's it called in America? Napa Valley. I mm. mean, I did not struggle that year. We had holidays. We lived our best goddamn lives. But by the end of the year, by November, I'd saved an, a, the right amount of money for a house and I bought a house wow. in November. It's like your subconscious knew, like you'd set the intention and it's just like it was working. Yeah. I think if it's something that you want badly enough that you wake up every day and you think about and you're like, right, this this is my goal. This is my ultimate goal. Um, it's almost effortless. It just kind of happens. Yeah. Um, 
so I think that's the key is having a goal that you can't stop thinking about I think if you have to sit down and really think but what do I like what do I want you you don't really want it enough but if you that's such a good point yeah, I think that's it, just to keep the consistency and to really, really want it. Mm. And do you do like any vision boards and things like that? Because you said that you did it in the past, um, but do you still do them? Yes. So now I've moved on with the times and I do them digitally on my phone. Very so nice. anytime that I want to manifest something, I will go straight onto Pinterest because it has the best pictures. Yeah. And I'll just find pictures that really resonate because that's the thing with the vision board is People were always like, oh, get some magazines and have a vision board party. But it's like, what is the likelihood of you finding something in a random magazine that really speaks to you? The images have to, when you see them, you have to be like, oh my God, that is what I want. It can't be close to or kind of similar. It has to be what you want. Yeah. And so I find Pinterest is just the easiest way to do that. Um, And yeah, I'll go on there, do a little grid of like four pictures, put it as my screensaver on my phone. And that is actually quite satisfying is regularly changing your phone screen because you've achieved what at one point seemed like a massive goal. So like when I put my twin girl thing on there, it seemed like such a massive thing. I was like, God, what are the chances? Okay, one baby being a girl, but what are the bloody chances of two being a girl? Like it's such a risk. And then actually once you've achieved it, you're like, you get rid of that vision board and you're like, right, what's next? Yeah. Oh, amazing. And do you tell people about like what your goals are and what your visions are or do you kind of keep it to yourself? Because I know some people like to not say, or I guess if you've got it on your phone, everyone can see. Yes. Um, I don't know. I think it depends. Like I think one thing I do find is if I set something that has a time limit on it, a date limit, I find that really destructive. I find that it's so much pressure and you're just waiting for people to be like, ah, yeah. see, it's the 6th of December and it hasn't happened. Um, so I don't set dates on anything particularly. Um, but sometimes I do tell people, yeah, I mean, it depends on what it is really. Mm. What about you? Do you find telling people? I think sometimes telling people helps because it help- they hold you accountable. You know what I mean? Like when you're just putting it out there and it makes you, I don't know, it makes you kind of commit to it even more because you know somebody else is thinking about it as well. And you're like, okay, it's going to happen because I've put it out there to the universe. I know I like talking about my goals, I think. Um, But have you done like a manifestation challenge or anything like that? I personally haven't. Yeah, I'd be interested to know. I've done the magic, say, three or four times. And it is truly magical. Like the first time I did it, I got divorced. The thing is you start the magic because you're, you're desperately wanting something to change. And you're thinking, what is going to happen in my life by the end of this 28 days? What is going to be different? The first time I did it, I was desperately unhappy, desperately trying to cling on to this relationship that was not right. was making me so unhappy. And, And you must know if you're in a relationship, that's not right. Nothing in your world is right. Like everything is shit. And I never imagined that by the end of it, I'd have made the decision, I'm, do, I'm getting divorced, I'm leaving, because wow. that was something I deliberated over for years, for years and years, and never had the courage to do it. And actually, a few people I know have done the magic and have broken up as well. So <laughs> beware when you do it. Um, wow. The other time I did it, what else happened? Well, the other time I did it, I got twins. I mean, these are big life changing things. I started it making a little new year's list being like oh I'd love to have a baby this year I'd love for things to change and then by the end of it I was pregnant with twin girls like these are big life-changing things but the thing I'll warn you about with the magic is 
it is dull. It is boring. On day five, you'll be thinking, what is this shit? Why has she told me to buy this book? This is the worst thing I've ever done. But if you can stick to it, and if you can keep up the momentum and maybe have a little, like a group of friends or even one friend that you do it with to hold each other accountable, it will change your life mm. 100%. But you just have to stick to it for 28 days. And as humans, that's something I just think we struggle with so much is sticking to things and consistency. It's, it's a struggle. Mm, I need to do it. My mum's been doing it, but I don't know if she finished it. I need to check in with her, but I feel like if I did it with her, then like it would be so much better because we'd hold each other accountable. Um, Definitely. I yes. bet she didn't finish it. I bet. I, I bet you. I no one ever know. does. Really? <laughs> Have you finished it? Or did you get the results before you finished? I've only finished it in the last couple of, like in the last year or two. And I've had that book for 10 years and I never managed to get past like day seven. Yeah. And then, yeah, the last two times I've done it, I've done the whole thing and it's been... Well, it's been life-changing. Yeah. So you have to read the whole book to be able to do it? No. So you just read a little bit each day. So the fundamentals of it are that every morning you write 10 things you're grateful for. And every night you have to think of the best thing that's happened to you that day. Those are things that I've carried on and you, I just do every day. And then every day there's a different practice. So the first, I think, eight days are already being thankful for what you already have in your life. And then once you're truly thankful for what you already have, then you start to the move on to actually manifesting new things into your life and they focus on money they focus on relationships it's absolutely incredible some of the some of the practices on there one of them is that you have to write a list of people that you're thankful for um and and why you're thankful for them mm. well I took it one step further and I just decided to tell all the people and right because you just write it on a list and then you never share it and I just think well, what's the point of that so I just messaged like people I work with in the salon, um, my mum friends that I've made up here, like I just said to them, like, I'm so thankful I've met you. Imagine how different my life would be moving to a new place and not having any friends. Like, I'm so grateful I've got you guys. The people that I work with, I'm like, I'm so thankful that you make our working relationship so easy, that you add to the salon. And do you know, people were messaging me back saying like, you've made me cry. Like no one's told Aww. me in a long time that they're, they're appreciative of what I do. And just telling people that you're thankful that you have them uh, you have them in your life it's just it's really powerful yeah it would have made you feel amazing in return oh it and did, that would have yeah. made a big impact so for anyone who's wanting to start like manifestation in the law of attraction do you have any advice on how to get started it sounds really basic but I would say just start by reading the secret it's the way most people find out about the law of attraction um, it's very repetitive, but it's very simple. And I think if you just want to get an idea of what it's about, and if books aren't for you, uh, The Secret is also, I think it's on Netflix. I think it's on YouTube as well. I watched it on YouTube. Yes, it's definitely on YouTube. I've watched it on there. So you can watch yeah. it for free. Um, if you don't have Netflix, you can watch it on YouTube. And it will just give you an idea, a very basic idea of what it's all about. And what they say is to start by manifesting something really simple. So it could be, 10 pounds or it could yeah. be um a, a specific book or whatever it is just something so that when it happens you know that it actually do you know what that's just reminded me when I was a child a very young child not that young maybe about 11 I went to Cornwall with my mum and my nan and I really wanted, so for some bizarre reason, this specific version of Black Beauty, the book, uh, you know, like about the horse. But it was like a funny version. I think Spike Milligan wrote it. 
And we went into this big bookstore and I looked for it and it wasn't there. So we went up to the lady and we were like, do you have Spike Milligan's Black Beauty? And she looked on her thing and she's like, no, we're completely out of stock. We don't have it here, but we can order it in for you. And I was like, oh, we're on holiday. So that that's not going to work out so then just before we left I was like mum I'm going to go and have one more look and I went over and walked straight to it and picked up a copy that was like not in it's not it's it wasn't in the place it should be and that as a child I'm just remembering it stood that out now. to like, you that, just things like that I feel like stuff like that yeah. happened to me as it's well and crazy. I was like weird so we've talked so much about manifestation and everything but now I want to know what's next for you what's next for you personally and business-wise So I think coronavirus has been a great shakeup for everyone to really reassess their lives and to really change your attitudes of like what you can achieve and what you can do. And I was definitely stuck before in the habit of I must go to London two days a week. I must run my salon. I must run my uh, holiday let business. And people were like, how are you going to do that with two young babies? And I was like, I don't know, but I will do it. But actually my income completely stopping has really forced me I mean it forced me to start the podcast I had nothing else to do I was sitting at home I'd painted my kitchen pink I'd done everything else and I was like I'm gonna start a podcast so actually having that time and space uh, to do that I really want to focus on my podcast massively um we've got lots of like interesting things happening with it I want to have guests on soon if you'd come be a guest oh my gosh that'd be awesome once I figure out how to do zoom (laughs) I know, guys. We've, we've figured it out. <laughs> no, you've figured it out. I haven't figured it. You've figured it out. So we'll just oh, have to, yeah. It took me some time. I was like getting really prepped beforehand. I was like, I hope this is how you do it. But yeah, hopefully it sounds all good. Let us know. <laughs> yes, you'll have to teach me how to do this. But I want to start having uh, guests. There's a lady in the UK. You probably don't know her. Fern McCann. She's in The Only Way is Essex. So she has said that she would like to come on the podcast. And she's like yeah. quite a big celebrity. So I've got people that want to come on. So I, I, I'm really focusing on that. Um, and yeah. we're going to start doing Patreon where um, you have different tiers of memberships. And because, you know, one thing I get is I get a million. No, that's an exaggeration. Hundreds of questions a day. People send me intricate questions about their life. And it's really frustrating because I want to help, but I'm, I'm a, a single mother that's trying to raise children and work. And I need to kind of actually structure it a little bit more. So we're starting to do membership tiers where you can ask a question a month and I'll help guide you through it using the law of attraction. So you can either do it just by email or we can do video calls or whatever it is that you need. Um, because I want to... I want to be helpful and I want to be able to help my listeners. But at the same time, I don't have infinite time to just be replying to like my DMs. You should see my DMs. They're they're wild. And by wild, I don't mean full of dick pics. I just mean like a lot of questions. So yeah, so we're putting all stuff like that in place to be able to like grow the brand and grow Law of Attraction Change My Life. Um, And it's really exciting. I'm so glad I catched you now because obviously like you're having a baby or babies really soon. You're going to be very busy. So this was good timing. Um, But before we end off the episode, make sure you plug your socials. Where can we find you? Um, Yes. uh, So on Instagram, I'm at Law of Attraction Changed My Life. Um, But I'm also at Francesca Amber. Uh, which is just it's just basically going to be a lot of twin spam so if you want to see two cute baby twin girls that's for you that's your place um but law of attraction changed my life is the one for the podcast and for everything to do with law of attraction um 
I'm on Facebook as well, Law of Attraction. It's just all called Law of Attraction Changed My Life. YouTube mm. as well. If you want to see some real vintage videos of when I had some pretty wild hair extensions. And yeah, um, I, I don't I don't really send anyone to the YouTube anymore because it's completely dead. It's done. But there is a big library of videos there if you're interested in seeing any of those. Mm. Oh, and of course, the podcast. What am I talking about? The podcast is called Law of Attraction Changed My Life. It comes out every Friday and you can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Amazing. Well, I loved this chat. I feel like I got to know you so much and you taught us so much about Law of Attraction and it was really interesting. But I hope you guys loved listening to this episode. I absolutely love chatting to you, Fran. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. This has truly been a joy. I've loved it. (laughs) Well, yeah, I'll have to have you on again, but yeah, I'll chat to you soon. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to today's podcast. If you did, it would mean the world if you could leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you want to see more from me, you can follow our Instagram, which is just the Inspired Mind Podcast, or my personal one, which is Ella underscore Victoria with two A's. And you can also check out my YouTube channel where I show my daily life, which is just called Ella Victoria. But that's it for today's episode, and I'll speak to you guys next time. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.